we are back for some reason. Yeah, it's it's uh it's been a minute. It's been uh, a couple weeks yeah. since we've graced the airwaves oh, with our presence, and uh, and um, you know <clears throat> pandered to the ten people that listen to our podcast. Um, well, I don't know if it's pandering. I just couldn't think of another word if I'm being completely honest. So, um, that sound you hear in the background is the laundry. The cat opened up the door again. Yeah. Are <laughs> you hearing it? I don't even, I can't tell if I'm hearing it in the, in the signal or not. I can, I can see it. I can see the... Okay. <laughs> In in the recording. On your little scope. On my little uh, oscilloscope, whatever you want to call that. Um, But um, it's, I don't even know really what to say. I don't know what world we're in. Everything's in chaos. Uh, We don't know really what's happening with the election. Um, There's a lot of. uh, I mean, I guess it's fine. There's a lot of hefty claims out there. Um, no, I haven't seen anything concrete. Yeah. Which, um, it's disappointing to me. I I mean, everything is, I mean, it's, it's, it's real fishy. Everything's, everything's real, real fishy. But, but at the same time, like fishy, you can't go to court with fishy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, there, there are some good points being made. Wasn't there supposed to be some land, like some huge... The Kraken? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, uh, that, as far as I know, that never dropped. The Kraken is as of yet unreleased. Well, apparently the Kraken was... the Kraken's release date? The Kraken was supposed to be uh, the the Dominion... I thought it was supposed to be all of the affidavits. Well, there is a lot of affidavits, but... You know, Jesse makes a good point. I argued, well, they're, you know, the affidavits are the same as swearing in court. It's, it's, yeah, you're, you're under the penalty of perjury. And, and I said, who, who would, would, uh, you know, falsify that? And he said, I imagine the same amount of people that would, uh, commit voter fraud. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. the, the weight is the same. You know <laughs> what I mean? So, uh, you know, at least criminally, the weight is the same. They're both felonies of of the highest degree, whether yeah. it's voter fraud or it's lying a, yeah. or perjury. They're and both. Yeah, for because it's a corruption of the whole. System. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can't just lie. Exactly. As soon as you start lying, everything. The everything. Whole the whole thing. Yeah. Now the the interesting thing. Have you seen the Georgia video? There's a video in Georgia uh, of the warehouse where they were counting ballots. Now, on election night, there were a lot of affidavits that were saying that the the poll watchers were kicked out of the building. Um, told really? told yeah, they were told that they were stopping for the night, and then as soon as the poll watchers were out of the building, they, it was claimed that yeah, they pulled out suitcases. I, I heard that. Yeah, well, they found the video of that. Okay. Um, there's a video. I mean, it's. Black and white voter fraud. They kick the poll watchers out. They go back. They pull out suitcases filled with ballots and start counting the ballots out of the out of the suitcases after the poll watchers are no longer there. That's fine. They could have all been Trump ballots. 
They could have could have very well been all Trump ballots. Yeah, and that's the but that's the thing. It doesn't matter who they were for. Somebody's got to watch. Each party is allowed to watch those ballots be counted by law. So by having no poll watchers, they're illegal ballots, whether they were for Trump or for Biden. See, but we don't know how do you separate those. You ballots don't. Out. You don't. The, that's the that's the that's the problem that we're in. And and here's here's what I think. They knew that. They knew that you can't. As long as you can get away with it in the moment, then there's nothing you can do after the fact because the whole well's been poisoned now. Yeah. You know, one bad apple spoils the bunch, so that whole well's been poisoned now. So you don't know what votes are illegal and what's not. You might as well throw all of them out because you don't know. Well, that is, that would be the only morally correct thing to do. Unfortunately, it's not practical. And, and unfortunately, there's no... In a perfect world, if we had infinite time to count forever, well, there's no con. Do it over and over. There's no constitutional mechanism for that. Um, the only thing that we could do at this point, and and it's it's a long shot. It's what I believe it's what Trump's pu- uh, pushing for now is to um, discredit the electors and have Congress, um, you know, uh, basically say that because the electors. Um, because the, the, the vote was compromised and we don't really know, you can prove that election fraud happened. Was it, was it on a scale that would, that could tip the election? Some arguments say yes. Other arguments say no. Well, I, a lot of media outlets have been saying since really the next day. Yeah. The fourth. Yeah. The fourth. That, um, that. Election fraud didn't happen, and even if it did, it doesn't matter because it yeah. wouldn't have been enough. Yeah, but the the what, I imagine what, that it happens every election. Oh sure, and it does. It's been proven. Not that even happens just every, every election. presidential election. Just every election. Just every yeah. single every election single election. Ever, even down to the, you can't. You're never going to stop one hundred percent. But my my thing is is yes. There was small-scale voter fraud, but when there's small-scale voter voter fraud in a widespread area, like there was small-scale voter fraud all over Michigan, small-scale voter fraud all over Pennsylvania, small-scale voter fraud all over Georgia. Now these are just the ones that we know about. Like everybody makes the makes the. Um, Argument, well, they're not investigating the states that Trump won. Investigate those states. I'm sure you'll find it there too. Um, it's just probably in those states it wasn't, there was too much, uh, there was too, too many Trump votes to, to make the voter fraud, um, you know, viable or the other way around. Like in California, there is no way that too many, yeah, too many Biden votes to make any no kind of, of voter no, fraud. would be able to swing, swing that. Yeah. Same thing in Alabama. There's no amount of voter fraud that's going to be able to swing Alabama to Biden. Just yeah, sorry. Yeah, chase those people out. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Generally speaking. Alabama goes red. That's just, I'm sorry. That's just the way it works. Not since, what, 1960? <laughs> when was the Klan around? That was when Before. Alabama... Not since civil rights. Yeah, since that's Alabama. when that's when Alabama stopped voting Democrat. Is 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 that? Not saying that. <clears throat> here's here's the quote that I like. Not all 
not not all Trump supporters are racists, but all racists are Trump supporters. I don't know that that's true. <laughs> well, how many racists do you know that are going to vote for Joe Biden? I mean, not no personally, but I, I'm saying um, that as a colloquialism. Well, it depends but, on the brand of racism. Racism can be positive. That's a very... Or not necessarily positive. Racism can have bad intentions or good intentions. It's just true. what you do with your belief in your own superiority, especially moral superiority. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. The, and the, raci- and the, ra- the racism is on both sides. So yeah. just using racism, if you're talking about negative racism, then I guess the stereotype is that's on the, the clan right members. Not all, not all Trump supporters are clan members, but all clan members are Trump supporters. <laughs> How, is that better? Is that a better quote? Um, <laughs> You know, it's interesting when you say that, because the first thing that I think of is who's who's the who's David Duke. Is that who you're thinking of? The Klan guy? No, the black guy. Who goes to KKK meetings? Oh, uh, Daryl. Yes, Daryl something. Daryl Davis. That sounds right. Yeah. Daryl Davis. He's got one of those kind of names. Yeah. The double D like using a Stan Lee comic. It's almost a fake name. Yeah, Daryl Davis, yes. David Duke, yeah. Peter Parker, Bucky Barnes, yeah, Pepper no, Potts. Yeah, he's yeah exactly. Stan Lee um, even admitted he was just very lazy. Hey, whatever. It's the name's immaterial. Yep. That doesn't just. Well, I think it actually makes the. It's more memorable. Yeah, it's it's, it's easier to remember the name. And that's the point. Of yeah, the like but NASCAR anyway, drivers. Anyway, Daryl Davis. Daryl Davis. Superhero. Superhero. He is a superhero. He really is. Yeah. That dude is, yeah. ooh, the cojones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. I'm just going to. The black guy who attends KKK rallies. Yeah. Do you imagine he's a Trump supporter or Trump or Biden? If I had to just go by so his could, policy. Then you could say everyone who attends KKK <laughs> rallies. I would have to. I, I can't Trump say. Trump supporters attend KKK rallies. Yeah, I can't say. I can't say. I but I would probably say he would he he would be simply for the policies like because Daryl Davis is very your your race doesn't matter. Oh sure. Yeah. And that's not a democratic party platform like the, the democratic race very much matters to uh the democratic party. Whether it's for positive reasons, like you said, they, it's a, it's, they, their it's perception a is a positive reason, but to me, it's, it's negative. I, I see using, using any kind of container for human beings is, is kind of, I, I get why we do it because we're a categorical species, but, uh, well, you have to, if you don't categorize anything, you don't know anything. Exactly. And that we study everything we see yeah, as, yeah. as a species. So I, I mean, it's it's our natural inclination to put everybody in boxes. Um, we didn't we talk about the the book that created yeah. racism? Well, sort of. Yeah, there's a and I and I still can't couldn't tell you his name. There's a Portuguese man in the 16th century. Yeah, who basically lumped all of the African people together as, yes. so, as though they were one thing. Yeah, a a people. people. Yeah. yeah. When, and sold them as being inferior, and that's that was a way of justifying specifically trading in African slaves. I um, as opposed to what they had been doing, which was trading in European slaves, mostly 
Slavs. Yeah, which is where the term That's slave comes from. Um, yeah, and uh, I read an article the other day that was interesting about uh, the um, the African slave trade. And as it turns out, like something crazy number like 97, 98% of the African uh, African slaves came from like two tribes. In, in Africa, I had heard something like that before. Yeah. Like two specific tribes, essentially, they were what wo- wo- what was going on is they were warring. The two tribes were well, at war. Where, yeah, slavery. And when and th- when they was would a product of war. Yeah, and when they would capture, you capture a town and then you enslave you, you enslave people. those people and sell them off depending to the on Europeans. The, depending on the conquering empire or yeah. whomever, you know, you, you could you could just kill them all mm-hmm. as the Vikings tended to do. Or you could enslave it's cheaper them. that way. Or you could, you know, it wasn't <clears throat> unheard of to offer whatever smaller tribal or village leader to just, you know, join. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you could fight course, for us. You could, you could become Roman. I don't think that the, the Romans did that. No. Often, but something like that. You. That's how you could earn. You could earn Roman citizenship by fighting in in their armies mm-hmm. so it was a way to become roman as you could you could when they captured towns is okay you could become one of us but you've got to give us five years of service or 10 years of service and then you're a roman military conscription yeah exactly yeah. you never survived that long that's not what they, they didn't <laughs> tell you the fine print yeah. there that you're you know most of the most, the lifespan of a roman soldier was two to four years they didn't tell you that well, part <laughs> i mean they would march hundreds of miles and fight <laughs> yeah and constantly. through starvation and everything else um, and Not, unless they, they were in good they, times they but. weren't i mean they weren't they just were a lot they weren't the best soldiers they had yeah. good equipment but they, they were just overwhelming they didn't train like the greeks did. no yeah and i also was reading about how the spartans uh you know they were good and all, but they really weren't like the. There's a lot of misconceptions. There's a they lot of. A, they weren't this elite. Force. Yeah, it's not like the the Navy SEALs of the of the entire <laughs> of the entire Mediterranean. <laughs> yeah. No, they were really good and they were a warlike well, people, but they tough. Yeah, yeah. They had their they had their um, losses. Uh, just thinking. Sure. What what actually? Um, I know I know ancient military. The article I was reading was was that it was going coming from the position that had Leon had the Persians not killed Leonidas, the Spartans would have lost that entire war, because the only reason they won is because they were fighting for the death of their king, one of their kings, because the Spartans had two kings, and that's a lot of another thing a lot of people didn't know is that they they were a dual monarchy. They would have two kings in case. One of the kings would die if somebody was still there to run the kingdom. My. Yeah, because they were a very war. They were at war almost all the time. And the king fought too. And the king fought too yeah. because it was it was better morale for your soldiers. Your soldiers fight harder. Well, in those ancient, so I don't know if this is really ancient, so to speak. It's not that long. Yeah, but, a couple thousand years. Yeah, well, but um, the leaders were typically the most, either the strongest or the most skilled in battle. Usually, yeah, yep. Usually, you were a general, and then yep, you know, and then eventually, or your dad got you the The job. The king was just the highest military position, really. Yeah, that's usually how the first king becomes king, Mm -hmm. and then after that, his son politics settle, and and your it becomes a bloodline thing. 
Yeah. Which is where it all starts Until to fall Until somebody, apart. you know, assassinates the king. Yep. And, and now then, I'm king. And now I'm king. Which is, Aha. you know, that's the, that's the animal. That's the animal in us, if you think about it. Because that's how the animal kingdom works. Well, that's, uh, yeah, it's a higher. That's just the nature of the strongest. Everything. The strongest survives. Gorilla. Yeah. The, yeah. the biggest, toughest lion. Um, is the one that, you know, lions are, uh, this is, we're, we're taking yeah, curveballs here, but I don't care where the conversation goes anyway. Uh, but lions are, are interesting in the way that their, their social structure works, how, whereas, you know, in other, in other, um, you know, even cats in, in other cat societies and animal societies, the stronger, well, it is a grandiose tomb, but they, I think they are. I mean, they have their own little the, the social structure, social, whatever the, it, yeah. what else, what is a society other than a social agreement between beings? I don't know. I'm not going to get my dictionary out, <laughs> but okay. Um, animal, whatever. Um, but the groups of animals, um, what is a group of cats? I have no idea what a group of cats would be. <laughs> A flock of cats? I don't know. A herd. A herd? <laughs> a murder of cats? A, mur- <laughs> a swarm. A swarm of cats? Yeah. Swarm actually makes sense. But um, <laughs> litter. A litter of cats. No. That's... How old are they? <laughs> Doesn't matter. No, uh, it does, though. <laughs> so... And, and how many parents do they have? But in... <laughs> But in most that could be several litters, really. We have representatives from several different litters in this group of cats. <laughs> in most animal hierarchies, is what I'm getting with the lions. A school is yeah, actually probably would be a, a tribe, a tribe of a lions. Tribe? A pride, a lion, a pride uh, of lions well, is what yeah, it's called. So a maybe pride a, of a pride of cats. Is it a pride of cats? I, I guess don't know if it's I'm a just going to say that it's not. It's a pride of cats. You couldn't say a pride of tigers. Hey, why not? Because they not ever within 10 miles of each other. It's true. They're not, they're not very, yeah, they're not no. very social creatures. No, not at all. They're very, Territorial. but that's what I'm saying is like in other species, like you'll have the males are usually hunter gatherer protectors yeah. and the females are usually the, they take care of the, the actual, the den, yes. they, they protect the children. So on. in, in, in the lion kingdoms, yes. in the prides, the male, all they do is protect the, the other lions. They All they are is for they defense. Don't, yeah, they, they don't hunt kill. and they sleep and protect. They they are lazy motherfuckers. They just sleep and uh, make children. And, yeah, they do. <laughs> and that that's that's their whole thing. That's their deal. Then they go to sleep and do it all again the next day. Now, <clears throat> I want to ask you if now doesn't that life sound great? It sounds great. Doesn't it sound amazing? It sounds great until you're fighting for would your life. Would you? Well, that's yeah. I would. I would also love to do that all day. You have to give up your cell phone. Yeah. Yeah. No computer. Sure. You can't watch YouTube. I'd be all right with that. But the stars. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Without all the lights around. I was watching. Um, here we go again. I was watching yeah. a, a show where these people got. Uh, their their boat wrecked, um, and they were trapped at sea on a life raft. And they said that the 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 one thing that they got out of it was the 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 beauty of the stars. Imagine being out in the middle of the ocean, yeah, with no light, no light, whatsoever. no light. So everything below you, the is, sea is black. 
black. Pitch black. Click pitch like yeah. abyss black. And then black everything above you, you is black. Yeah, lit up. Well, other than the stars. Yeah. So you get to see you get to see the the dust in the Milky Way because of just there's no obstruction. No mm-hmm. obstruction. No what happens here on land is anyone well, who's not well, scientific, the light it's light pollution. It's po- light pollution is the, term. Yeah, is the, so the term fact for that it. There's lights around. It does a couple of things. First is your eyes won't actually, your eyes won't adjust to as dark as they could actually yes. see. Yep. So you're not taking as much light in. And the other thing is just the atmospheric, you know, there's dust in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So the light's bouncing off of the dust and that yep. will actually obscure any of the yep. stars that you would be able to see anyway. So. Yep. That that grayish hue that you see when you're when you're in the city and you're looking up, that grayish hue that you're seeing is actually the smog from all the exhaust oh, yeah. uh, fumes and 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 and, uh, and all the factories in your city, uh, and that's why you see the the North Star, and that's it. <laughs> you're, you'll be lucky if, if you, you can, can see. see yeah, you'll be lucky if you can see the Big Dipper uh, in in most large cities. I doubt. Yeah. In New York City, you can't even see past the buildings unless you're on the harbor. I can or... just imagine a kid, an inner city kid, just, man, how do we even know stars are real? Yeah, that'll be the next thing. <laughs> stars, stars. Well, I think that's already a thing. That stars that, aren't that, real. That, yeah, there's, there's, yeah, they're, they're really starting to get out there. But well, we've gone over the Australia is not real. Yeah, um, there's now stars aren't star, real. The, the, well, that and there's a the, 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 um, so here's here's the other theory. That the sky is fake. Oh, this, that's what it is. This just in from Liz. A group of cats is called a clouder. I've never even heard of that term. Neither have I. That's. Did what she is, didn't? Did she just invent she's this? Just upstairs. Did she just invent this? Clouder, a group of cats. No shit. I mean, I I believe you, but that's too close to chowder. It sure is. I don't want a chowder of cats. A pack of dogs or a clouder of cats. A pack of dogs or a clouder of cats. A clouder. That's stupid. I'm not using that word. <laughs> I'll never use it. I'm going back to a pride. At least that sounds cool. How many cool. cats do you need? Two cats is a pair, but any number of cats together forms a clouder. No. No, it does not. <laughs> I'm rejecting that term with with everything in my being. It's just several pairs of cats. I have several pairs. Of I have cats. several pairs of I have cats. Many cats. A plethora of cats, if you will. <laughs> a cloud. <laughs> a cloud of cats. No, I don't like that. Where does that even come from? It doesn't even. It's not even some pretentious it's not prick. Even spelled like cloud. No. It's with a W. Yeah. Cloud. Cloud. Dur. Like. Like chowder with an L. Indeed. It's, yeah, like cat soup. Cross. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I don't like that. I don't. I don't like that. That hits my ear wrong. I don't, I don't like that. Stephen Cloud. Yeah. What were we, <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, how the sky is not real. Yeah, the sky isn't real. Okay. That's yeah, look I, up I'm that going one. Out to Google. Yeah. And I just that's. I think that's what real. it is. Is that that the sky is not real? That it's a projection oh. or something like that. Sky. That there's cloud is. machines. That the that the the government now controls. They've broken the earth to the point where the government controls the weather and manufactures Man-made clouds. stars changing the night sky. There you go. 
There you but go. I think that's I think that's about satellites. That's on the BBC. Oh, okay. This is the BBC. Twenty-five space conspiracies that just won't die. This is an interesting article. Yeah, they're still going on about how we didn't land on the moon. Well, of course, NASA doesn't even exist. Oh, really? Yeah, the Earth is flat. Uh, Planet Nine will kill us. That's the that's Nibiru or whatever it's called. Okay. Oh, the 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 planet. Okay. Yeah, Nibiru. 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 Uh, there's, you remember the face on Mars thing? Yeah, the face on Mars. Yeah. I remember that. Yep. There's, there's like a, there's a, there's a rock formation, um, a yeah. small rock formation on Mars. For those that are not in the know, um, that kind of looks like a man's face. It's very cryptic. Mars is only as big as the moon. It's another one. There's a theory also that, uh, now this is this is a really this is actually a really cool theory. Oh really? I think it is. <laughs> that civilization actually comes from Mars. Modern humans actually come from Mars. Originally. And Mars's atmosphere used to be like ours, but we ruined it and we sent as a last ditch effort to to another, save No, that's just another misanthropic theory. Yeah. To, to save humanity, they sent they sent so Adam and Eve. Yeah, I agree. Virus and all that. Well, wasn't that the point of the documentary Wally? Yeah, it's historical. It's about two thousand years ago. No, it's 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 actually a, what what would be the I guess it's prophetic. What would be the what would be the term for a documentary that's a prophecy? I mean, they're telling us what's a, going if, to happen. If time is cyclical, then it's still a documentary. Okay, well then there you it's go. It's in the past and the future. Oh, yeah. Dun dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So at any rate, um. So, but the theory is, is that we destroyed Mars and sent two, two people and any animals that we could gather up, Adam and Eve, and sent them to Earth, um, to, and, and that's why we have some strange animals that, that, um, seem like they, they don't belong here. There's theories now that the octopus is not from this planet. There's all I I could keep going on and on and on about all these weird conspiracy theories that are happening. Uh, there's I a, just there's a conspiracy what? theory that Joe Biden won the election. Um, what what? <laughs> a lot of these things that you mentioned. Yeah. I just wonder. Why spend so much energy on that? Oh yeah. Yeah. I almost feel guilty for watching some of these things that I watch because they're well. I find because I'm feeding feeding into I, it. To me, I, if I watch something like that, I'm trying to. It, that's it's more an exploration of the psychology of it. I just want to. Well, the I'm octopus. I'm watching in morbid curiosity, trying to figure out why somebody would think this way, and and the 
I guess that's revealed in the any assumptions that they're making in their arguments. The octopus thing, I believe, was actually on like a was like a credible study. It's not like Infowars or something like that. There's something about the octopi DNA. I don't believe Um, anything. It was funded by the History Channel. No, it wasn't history. But it was. It was. It wasn't like Ancient Aliens or anything like that. This was a. This was a legitimate study. Uh, there's something about octopi DNA, um, and I'll have to. We'll have to. I'll get more information on it, and we'll talk about it in another podcast. What, there's something. I about, mean, the 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 only real credible thing I would think is if you could, if you couldn't, if there was no obvious link between octopus DNA and some prior that's the thing is there's no there's no predecessor there's, to there's it. no known predecessor to octopi um or squid um for, for that matter well they're they both, i thought they can't they come from the same thing they're 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 both they relative they're both re- relative they just don't know what that common ancestor is and they believe that that common ancestor may have been a long time ago there was another planet in our solar system that collided with earth and there's a theory that maybe some of that during that collision that if there was life on that if there planet, was life on that planet which is there may not have been well they're, they're actually thinking there was no life on earth before that collision happened and when that collision happened there may have been life on that planet and when it you know, crashed into ours it introduced life we know that that, that collision happened we know there I was no that life collision was the moon. It is part of, well, that planet cracked in half. Part of it was absorbed by the Earth, and the other half of it became the moon. And over over millions and millions of years, it just rounded itself out uh, and became what is now well, the moon. Well, I think it was because when it crashed in, I mean, that's a lot of friction in mm-hmm. so it just becomes, essentially, it was a ball of molten iron. Yes, for a while. And that's why the moon is so perfectly spherical it's not quite perfect, and that's that's actually what as round as it is it just sort of cooled and that's and what that's caused what the earth to start to cool because at one point it was just liquid magma. You know, i don't i don't i don't know that life could exist as it does without um without the moon because that the moon is responsible for tides. Tides. And tides are what stir things up. Stir the, stir things so up. So if, the, if the Earth were just still and there were no tides, I mean, how much is the moon responsible for? How much of our weather system? Well, there's actually there's there's good reason to believe that the Earth is the only planet in the universe. Uh, it sounds bleak and dark, but there is good good evidence that we're the only planet that can really support life because of at least for a long period it's of time. it's a Goldilocks planet. But not only is it a Goldilocks planet, but it's beyond a Goldilocks planet. It's also got two things to it beyond besides the Goldilocks thing. For those that don't know, um, we're in that our planet is in that weird range away from the sun where it's just perfect. Um, to support life. Well, not too hot, not too cold. Specifically, that you can have all three, all three phases of water existing yes. on the same planet. Yes, the ice, ice, gas, liquid water, and, and, and water steam. Yes. Yeah. So the 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 other thing, the reason why our planet is so abrupt with life is because of the seasons. One, our axis is well, tilted. We have yeah, there's a tilt, and it and because of the rotation around the sun and the axis that we have, 
we have four seasons. Other planets that other known Goldilocks planets have no seasons well, the way that we do. Not a, it doesn't have that. They, they don't typically have that axial tilt. So exactly, it's they, they they don't have what we would call winter is just the poles. Yes, always, always, and then. So they have like part, half of the planet is frozen. But why would that, why would that contribute? Because, um, just what I was getting at. So let's say you don't have the seasons. That means that the only time you're, the, the, that half of the planet would thaw would be. Well, there'd be no thawing. There'd be no, there'd be no freezing. There would be half, the you part have, that would be away from the sun would always be frozen. I think that what you would have in that instance, depending on how far the planet was from its sun, is either the equator would just be too hot because, you know, it's just yeah. That's well, that's where I'm getting, getting at. The, the most direct is you would have star, certain certain portions of the but planet. You could have yeah, you could only have certain portions of the planet that could even where anything could even live. Yeah, just due to temperature and because of and our you'd seasons, have maybe wide bands. So you'd have yes. the north you'd have life on the north side and life on yes. the south the southern hemisphere i guess yes and then they would not commingle whatsoever exactly because you wouldn't be able to but because of our seasons it stretches those basically the equator and we all know how the earth's you have that band all the way to the poles from from pole to pole is livable basically all, all i mean for the most part I'm I'm generalizing I mean, very much what so. Are those, uh, water bears, polar polar bears, water bears. No, these are like a tiny. tiny oh, tiny I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. okay. I yeah, get their proper name. Yeah, the little crustacean. No type things. Nope, they're not. Um, we are not talking about the same thing then. Water bear, tardigrades. These guys. Oh, you ever heard of those? No. Yeah, they're tiny. I see that. Yeah. That, that looks they can just, microscopic. They can live just anywhere. Okay. They can live almost, I mean, often called okay. water bears, or I've never heard this one, moss piglets. Let me, let me. Um, near microscopic animals with long, plump bodies. Let me rephrase. <laughs> complex life. Hey, they're complex. They're, well, they are, but I mean. They're not intelligent. Mammals. Really. Mammals, well, okay. uh, lizards, not, not um, uh, amphibians, birds, things like that. That when I complex life, when that kind of stuff, you're maybe uh, there's there could very well be there's there's bacteria and shit that survives in the bottom of the or, oh yeah there's bacteria in space we've found that yeah. but there's that can that can survive in that soup shit that comes out of the bottom of the ocean. Uh, it feeds Lava? off of that. No, the <laughs> there's that that just that. No, I know what you're talking yeah, about. It's like chemical this, crap. The sea in the sea. Yeah, there be pools. Of pools of thicker. Yeah, under the water. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Lagoons. There's another weird phenomenon that I that I read about, um, where there's fresh water. There's like lakes of fresh water under the ocean, and they're starting to grow because of the the ice caps melting that it's feeding these underwater Sick. lakes of yeah it's really neat actually <laughs> the, when when you think about it cuz it salt water and fresh water don't actually want to mix they don't especially mix well, 
when especially in dense when when the water gets dense well when it's cold yeah, yeah cold they'll, and they'll just, yes there's the surface tension they have their own so the fresh water yes. has its own surface tension yes and the salt water has its own yes because sort of, of the yes and if you just you know if you could put them in a cup and mix them they would yeah but but with no agitation when there's a see it's it's there's a current Usually, to mm-hmm. these, it's not just still water. The ocean no. has large, underwater currents. Large yes. currents. So yeah, they'll just kind of go past each other, and sometimes in opposing directions. Yeah. There's rivers. Yeah, uh, freshwater rivers under under the ocean. It's really really neat though, and it, and it carves out. It carves out the what. What's cool is when you see videos of this stuff. It looks like because they they can be muddy. But the 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 salt water will be perfectly clear, uh-huh. but the fresh water is muddy, and you can actually see the current flowing. It's almost like there's no water around you. Is yes. what it looks like in the video. It's uh-huh. really neat. Yeah, it's a body of water within within a body, a of, body water. of water. It's, it's just denser, and it, yeah, they don't they're not mixing. yeah they're not mixing. It's 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 really strange. It's really strange to see that kind of stuff. But uh, our planet is really fucked up. <laughs> It does some really weird shit. I was I was sitting in my tree stand yesterday, and I was just thinking about the principles of wind, and just wind itself is weird, if you think about it, because all it is is cold air trying to rush to, to warmer air. Well, it, and, well, it's filling a vacuum yeah, to the warmer air. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's just... It's, it takes sunlight to have this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's really... Really odd how that this kind of shit just happens because of science. Well, I think that, <clears throat> I think that the Earth's strange conditions prevent stagnation. So, like Jupiter, for example, mm-hmm. has been doing what it's doing just for millennia. Yeah, exactly the same thing. And, like in repetition, untold time. Yeah, it's just. It's just spinning around and doing the same thing. But on Earth, Earth isn't even done no. forming. Nope. It hasn't settled down. Part of, part of the reason, probably, and, and actually a good amount of heat, about, I think about 30% of the heat that we experience is actually coming from mm-hmm. Earth. It's not yep. even necessarily coming from the sun. The light, yep. obviously, comes from the sun, but the heat itself is coming the from molten iron core. inside Earth. And the sun contributes to warming the Earth and continuing that process of convection. That, yes. that keeps A it keeps the plates moving, but B, it, given that the plates are still moving, the land the land isn't done forming. Mm-mm. Yeah. And this it, isn't the final version of the earth. No. What we're looking we're at. millennia or what's the well, uh, more than millennia. We're I, I, I don't billion what's the word for billions? Eons. We're eons away <laughs> from yeah. from uh from the end of the earth forming it, it yeah. will eventually i, I it'll probably I don't even know it'll, if it will i think it would take until the moon the moon will eventually will absorb into the earth i don't know that that's true unless the earth's gravitational pull becomes I think weaker that, i think that what's i think that what's going to happen is that it will eventually become locked in position, and then you won't have tides anymore because 
it's not moving relative to the ground. Is it moving? It just sit in one spot. I thought it was getting closer to the Earth. Though. It is getting closer. Okay, so it's, it's not also, pulling away. But it's also slowing down, too. Okay. And the tidal, see if it, if not for tidal friction, the, 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 the moon pulls on the water on the Earth, which creates the tides, but the water pulls back. You know, yes, it's not, the Earth is pulling on the moon. They're interacting. So the moon is slowing down while it's, yeah, it's sort of slowly coming closer. And if it weren't for tidal friction, um, the conservation of angular momentum would actually require that the moon speed up as it gets closer. But in reality, it's slowing down. Sure. Huh. Well, I just, it's at, at, at some point, and, and we're talking an unfathomable amount of time, um, the, the Earth's iron core is going to stop spinning. It's going to, it's because. Well, it'll solidify. It, yeah, it's going point. to, it's going to slow down because it is slowing. And mm-hmm. when that slows down to the point where it stops, the Earth's rotation, then gravity will slow. Well, my I think what what may eventually happen is if that convection stops, then <clears throat> the worst case scenario would be that there is a that that Earth's magnetic field goes would, away. Yeah, because that that's the iron core rotating is what gives us the then, magnetic field. That's the end of life. It really is. Because the, it's, we will the, get fried. it's the magnetic field that protects us from the sun's Earth is a harmful, deadly laser. Harmful cosmic rays. Yeah. yeah. And then, so once that's gone, the atmosphere gets stripped away. <clears throat> and you're either back to, I mean, maybe life in the ocean. Yeah. The ocean Possibly. would heat up a lot, too, because the, yeah. because the Earth would heat up without yep. the atmosphere. Well, would it? I don't know. I think it would cool. I think the yeah, I think it would because the atmosphere is insulating. Yes, I think it. I think yeah. A lot. Of the big misconception is is that um, the the Earth is heating right now because we have the atmosphere, but there's holes in the atmosphere, so the heat is getting in, but then well, it's getting trapped the, and the ozone. Yeah, the ozone and all that stuff, and then eventually without the Without the magnetic field, we would have no ozone layer because the atmosphere would be nothing holding the atmosphere together. So the atmosphere would break apart. It would just, it would just go out into the And then we would have no insulation. It would just get blown away by the sun. any heat that we would get from the sun would be Yeah, the would sun be is nil. doing so much to heat the air around the Earth. Yes. So, you know, it might... The surface of the... The very surface of the Earth would probably be warm but there would be no heat yeah to stand up exactly the core would eventually cool once the once the yeah we're talking about the 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 core stops spinning then then it would cool it would solidify then the magma around it would solidify um and then the earth would just be a giant rock yeah dead rock yeah and it would probably break apart if you want honestly like what's holding it together would break apart i think it would Mars if, doesn't break apart. But isn't it's there still dead. a core to is yeah. it, is Mars a dead planet? Uh does well, it still I don't have know a, about that if you're saying if it I don't think it has tectonic activity. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. It might, we, we don't I don't know that we know that. Could we um, detect earthquakes on other planets? I think we can. 
I think we might be able to. But... I've heard it. Yeah. So at, at any we rate, can certainly but... detect volcano. I guess it does have. Does it have an active volcano? Olympus Mons isn't that still active? You know, I can't say with any I certainty. Do, I have no idea. I can't say with any certainty. I, I would be lying if I astrology. If I, yeah, I I would be lying astronomy? if I comment. Which one is it? That would be astronomy. Yeah, astrology would be astrology just astrology is horseshit. Yeah, astrology is Aries and horoscopes like that, and horoscopes and people who believe that shit also believe that they can talk to crystals. Yeah, and have them talk back. I met I met a guy like that they, once. They think that essential oils will cure any disease. No, they do shit. I'm not going to say oh, they yeah, don't. Definitely. They don't help. I'm, I mean, there is stuff, but. You know, give me chemotherapy. It would, be, it would be dishonest for me to say that they're not chemicals. Yeah, I mean they do they do work for certain things. They're just not gonna don't replace Western Surgery. medicine, <laughs> real proven yeah. scientific medicine. Yeah. With speaking of that, let's talk about um, let's talk about the pandemic. The cat, the vaccine. Yeah, they're gonna pay you. I ain't taking it. No, I ain't taking. It. I'll probably. I, I'm not going to be one of the first ones. I ain't taking it. I, I ain't taking it. But what if you need it for what? They're, well, they'll give you an ID card that says that you that you got your vaccine. So what? And then if you don't have one, you can't. Go are in, you? You can't go into. Target. Are you talking about the mark of the beast? That you know, <laughs> it's interesting. It uh, parallels. I keep thinking about that, but I'm pretty sure my cell phone is my mark of the beast. Oh, that—that's exactly what the—that is. It's already. You are 100% correct. I'm this number. I believe this is the mark of the beast. I am 100% on board with you. That. So that's already happened. Yeah, because it tracks you. It knows where you're at. They, you are. It's big data. Yeah, people are like, oh, I'm not taking the vaccine. They're going to put a tracking chip in you. Yeah. Well, your tracking chip is in your pocket, you yeah. dickhead. Uh, we were uh, we were talking about eels the other day. Okay. We wanted to, <laughs> we, well, we wanted to eat. We wanted to, oh, we wanted we to, to try. Okay. Liz has had eel. I have not. I have not. And it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be really good. It's like, they're. I think they're related to sharks. Yeah, it's kind of fishy. Yeah, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. But regardless, um, we were trying. They're related to, to catfish. Are they? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure. I thought they were related to sharks. Well, they are, but sharks are, catfish are related to sharks. Yeah, I believe they are. Well, they kind of look the same. But they have they the have the same head. the same skin. See, but the same... catfish have bones, though, don't they? Sharks are. Car- I think it's car- I think cartilaginous. I think catfish. I think all fish are. No, it's bones. You know, Every like a sardine has bones. Trout have bones. They're bones. Yeah, but they're they're, they're not, hollow. No, they're, well, your bones are hollow. Like birds salmon. Bones, birds' bones are hollow. Salmon, you I can. I guess eat. our bones are not hollow. We have marrow, but birds' bones are hollow. I think that they and they're still bones. Yeah, it's true. But I mean that. But I, the material. Have you ever skinned a fish? Yeah. Okay, so the material that the fish bones are made of remind me more of cartilage than bone. Well, they they're kind of they're kind of pliable. Yeah, but it's not. Okay, a, it's I get. I get of, what you're saying. It's a matter of it's not cartilage. Okay, I don't think all fish because you can eat salmon, like the whole thing. Okay, quote unquote bones and all, but I don't know that they're actually bones. I think people just call. I don't know. I don't know if salmon continue your story. I, I've kind of I've kind of ruined your. Anyway, we I stepped were, on your story we here. Were Sorry. Googling eels, 
Yeah. You're trying to find a deal and eat to buy or like a seafood, like, you know, a, sure. a seafood market. A dealer. Or something. Yeah, my eel dealer. Your eel guy. But uh, we couldn't, long story short. There's not, not closer than the UK as far as, as if we were to get it. You know, we I, I guess you can order eel for like 10 Ten dollars a pound or something. Oh, really? Or no, no. It was something more like twenty. Twenty. So it's expensive. Yeah. So, yeah. well, to get it shipped from the UK. But sure. anyway, so then immediately get on Facebook. Every single ad is for oh yeah, fish markets and eel and lobster and all of this just tracking cookies, man. Yeah. Well, you you search that and then Google Analytics has your phone in this database. Yep. Uh, you know, with this MAC address and this IP address searching this item and then now you're identified. It's not a there's no nobody can tell me that it's ever anonymous. My name no. my name may be not attached to this MAC address here. Yeah. But it is somewhere. somewhere. Yep. Cuz how else do they I mean you pay your phone bill, right? And your phone bill is tied to the IMEI number on your phone. And then the IMEI number is attached to your MAC address. Yeah. So and it's also attached to the SIM card. So if yeah. you get a different phone, that SIM card immediately identifies this phone as being yours. And then now that now this IMEI number is attached to you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's the mark of the beast. Yeah, right there. IMEI numbers are yeah. the mark of the beast. Or anything. Well, there's the. I mean, if you want to, if you want to get really. Even something like a social security number. Well, that's what any they any identifying number really. That's what that's why they said when when they proposed social security, so many people were against it because there's a single mm. number identifying you. Mostly German immigrants were against it. Yes, curious because it was enacted after World War II. Well, and they immediately came to the United States and were assigned a number. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you, for those this listening. This is your serial yeah. number yeah. as do a your, human being. Yeah, do your do your research. Uh, for those of you that aren't familiar with World War II, do your research and you'll find out why uh, Jewish, American, German German immigrants would have been heavily against vehemently opposed to being assigned a number. System, yeah. yeah, it was vehemently. And, and then others, religious uh, groups, were very much against it. Yeah. Uh, because... Well, that's, yeah. You can't think of what you can't do without a social security number. You can't work. Nope. You can't without work. You can't purchase. I mean, you don't really have to put in your social security number at the grocery store. But you can't just live a life. You can't now you're get a tied, credit card. You can't you buy have, a car. Now that you have it, now you're tied to the system. Yeah. It's slavery. Yeah, exactly. That's what it really is. It is. It's your slave number. It is because. You're nothing. You can't do anything. You can't go anywhere. You You're not even a real person. You can't be paid, yeah. quote unquote, legally. But you can vote with all, without all that stuff. You can choose who runs the free world, <laughs> but you can't. You can't well, have it would a job. Be racist to not. Of course, it would be because you wouldn't want American citizens to have to prove because for some reason. Because some reason all immigrants, are, anybody who's here illegally is of another race, necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how many um, 
illegal Canadian immigrants there are. I'm sure there's a good number of them. I know, I know for a fact. You can't grow cocaine in Canada. No. So there aren't cocaine, you know, dealers. There are, I mean, there's cocaine dealers in Canada. Yeah. But there's not, there aren't cartels. Imports, my friend. There aren't cartels in Canada. No, there are not. However, there isn't as bad, there's not as much human trafficking. I'll say there's a large number of Canadian immigrants that come here for our healthcare system. Illegal. They just get sick of waiting in line. Yeah, they get they get cancer. They panic. Yeah, they, they know that they can cross the border they know that and get they treatment. Can pay enough to get to the front of the line. Yes, that is how which it is. love that capitalism. I don't know, man. I saw a headline the other day, is or maybe it was titled YouTube video or something. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't pay attention don't to this keep, shit. I don't keep I don't <laughs> keep track of my own life anymore. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. No, and it was. Is capitalism devouring democracy? Think about that. Okay. We, in a capitalist society, a capitalist society, a purely capitalist society, almost encourages monopolies. I wouldn't say that we have monopolies, but we do have Amazon. big tech. Yeah. So you've got Amazon is kind Google. of part of that. Amazon, Google, Facebook, Facebook Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. How much influence do these parties have? parties have it's more according a, to them it's none. more it's more of an oligarchy right now yes than a democracy because all you need to do is convince people to vote a certain way and you get your way that's right and having if you control the flow of information you control what people see the good and the bad you you make them see the bad parts of the thing you don't want and the good parts of the thing you want and not vice versa and you can do that. Are they doing that? I don't know, but it's certainly possible. And having oh, the possibility is bad enough. I'm assuming then you haven't seen the CNN tapes. No, I have not seen the CNN tapes, nor have I watched The Social Dilemma, although I think everyone probably should, and I'm going to. Uh, Project Veritas yeah. um, had access to the uh, phone number for the CNN corporate calls. Oh, fun. And for two months, was, just was recording the uh, in a, in a one party state, so it was one hundred one hundred percent legal. But we're recording the, the phone calls, uh, the the corporate phone calls of CNN, and the CEO was basically directing. They had it all the way back when Trump got COVID. That's how far back they were recording the corporate calls for CNN. And in there, uh, the Jeff Zucker, the the CEO of uh, CNN was basically directing his journalists as to what stories to run and what their angle should be. Um, so basically controlling the narrative. Well, yeah, that's what it is, and I guess that's what I'm getting to. And and to some degree, I think that I would be I would be interested to know how CNN and Fox and any, you know, MSNBC, how they get their videos to be suggested by the YouTube algorithm, because I'm, I'm pretty sure nobody goes on YouTube to watch the news, or not nobody, but yeah. a few people are going on YouTube to watch the news 
not very. I watch clips of I the think probably, news on YouTube, but you know, I see what you're saying. I would I would say less than probably five percent of the traffic on YouTube is anybody watching the news. I will tell you that I do notice a difference, and this is my own little experiment. I have two YouTube accounts. I have uh, just a generic, free, general YouTube account that I peruse with a, with a Gmail account. So on the other, on the other account, I have a premium account that I actually pay for, no ads, no anything like that. the The suggestions that I get on my free account are completely different than the suggestions and the algorithms that I get on the premium account. I get much more of the content that I actually prefer to see on my premium account than I do on my free account. On my free account, I'm being force-fed uh, more liberal CNN, more stuff like that. I'm get, actually getting suggestions for videos that I would prefer on my premium account, I think because I'm paying for it. So therefore, I, I think that there's less influence because i'm paying for the service you think you think the algorithm is different different because i'm paying for between it the two. i mean it could be because um, and i think i think that's a legal thing because i'm paying for a service they can't persuade they can't sway things a certain way because uh, you get what i'm saying do you there think that they would care no i don't i really don't see how it's how it works but what what I'm thinking is is there may be a little bit more or may maybe less of a gray area when somebody's paying for the service for people to push things a certain way. Whereas if you're getting a service for free, they have a little bit more leeway because you've agreed to certain terms of service. So on the other way, I, I I don't know. I'm just saying I notice a difference. I notice a difference between um between that. Uh, yeah, uh, it's. I'm way over on a break, yeah. to be honest with you. I, I I just completely forget. So let's take a break. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll take a quick break and we'll come back um, and uh, continue talking about the bias of CNN and the media in general. Uh, we'll be right back. And we're back. So. Uh, before the uh, commercial break, we were talking about uh, media bias in general and um, your phone. Man, these these microphones keep picking up on the 4G signal. Yeah, coming out of these damn it phones. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, we were talking about how everyone's lying to you. Nothing is real. Well, um, I don't know about all that. <laughs> <laughs> a concerning I, amount of power. Is in a very small yeah hands. So yeah, and we were discussing whether capitalism could undermine democracy, and I think the system that we have right now—it's fairly evident that it is because people's people's opinions are being swayed. There's a is it capitalism good, that's doing that though? Well, a capitalism is the system that allowed big tech to become as big as it is. Okay, but we do have. We're not a pure capitalist country. No, though. we're not, and I didn't. And we are. There are. But there, there's enough of it. There are safeguards, and there there actually is, you know, yeah, some static. They're fighting. They, they want to break up Google. There's yeah, some they, antitrust yes, there's, lawsuits yeah, against and Google, and I think that that's good. I that think, is good. I think a lot of things will become less convenient as a result. Sure. But for example, if 
if they split up Google and say YouTube were under different ownership then. Suddenly, I think that a lot would change on YouTube. Yeah. Within six months. Sure. You know, over the or over the. Do you think it'd be for the good or for bad? I think probably for. I mean. Do you think there'd be more censorship or less? Probably less. I would be okay with less. Yeah, I would be. Well, yeah, absolutely. I really think that censorship should never be. I know that there's a lot of things out there that make people uncomfortable. Make people uncomfortable, yeah. and people. and I understand that there's. Is my attitude? Yeah, <laughs> it's insensitive to say, and I'm, we're probably going to catch a lot of flack for this, but I don't believe in hate speech myself. The I personally don't. Yeah, I don't believe in that. I believe that there people can say hateful well, I things. I believe that there are things that people say that would fall under somebody's definition of hate speech. But yes. what do you mean by that? You don't believe. You don't believe that it should be treated differently. No, it's all speech is free speech. Hate speech is still free speech. It's still it should be condemned. You should. You should. I, I mean, you should gonna, come out against those we're people. Fall, we're going to basically fall under like, you know, when you're, it goes back to if I, when I'm a kid and somebody calls me a mean name. Yes. That is like a childhood version of hate speech. Of hate speech right? Yes. So then somebody calls you a duty head. Yeah. So then I tell mommy. Yep. But in this case, mommy is the government. Yes. Is that how adults should live? No, absolutely not. You know, and I'm kind of very, I'm framing it very simply. And I think that. No, I think you're framing it perfectly. But, but there's got to be a line because if it's, if somebody is harassing me to the point that it is very. We have laws against harassment. We do. See, and that's the thing too. At that point, it's harassment. Yes. I don't, does it necessarily matter what the person is saying if for any reason they make me fear for the safety of myself or my family that there are laws against that i mean it's almost terrorism let's have it's just a let's have an uncomfortable conversation let's have an uncomfortable conversation oh boy this is going to be uncomfortable should it be illegal or should it be wrong for uh African-American gentleman, a black gentleman, to be walking down the street and somebody yells at him the N-word. Illegal? Yes. That's an uncomfortable conversation. But that's the extreme, I think, right now. Don't you think that's the worst? The worst of the worst right now would be to call somebody the N-word. What, what would be worse than that? Killing them. Yeah. At this point. Well, I don't know that it goes using the n-word and then murder no but i mean like that but what's the worst <laughs> word in the world the worst word sure yeah i'll give you that so should it be illegal to say that word or it should well, should we let society decide is it illegal to say well, that word if you because here's the thing if you were to do that would a case could a case is it does that constitute assault then that's what i'm saying is is well right now i think yes it is defined that way that but that should it be should be words be assault because you're going into a here's my here's my here's my argument and you hate this argument but i'm going to make it anyway it's a slippery slope yeah i do i know you hate that argument but there <laughs> there's a good point coming to that because what i mean by it's a slippery slope is eventually uh eventually the power is going to change 
and somebody else is going to be in charge of what words you can't say. And when we start making words illegal, eventually saying something that completely innocuous could become illegal. Once we start crossing those lines. I think that I, I believe more in the natural consequences of things being absolutely correct thing that should happen most of the time. So if somebody were to do that at this point in life or in the life of our society and our culture, I think the person doing that would be ostracized from their community. Oh, they would lose their job. Yeah. Depending upon their job. Yeah. They would lose their job. Um, They would lose their, their ability to go on social media because they would just be constantly harassed. Um, they would not be able well, to just for being a horrible person. Yeah. See the which I'm okay with that. The thing is that I mean that's cancel culture though. That's what we kind of see. See that kind of stuff. That's a natural consequence. It's just I just when it's targeted like that. I mean if you if you don't like somebody and you don't want to deal with them. See, there's a difference totally though. Free to do that. There's a difference though. Like here's here the example I used is somebody's walking down the road and they hatefully yell the n word at somebody else. Right. That person, they're, you know, what can you say good about a person that that does that? Screams the n word. Now, the opposite side. That's I don't think that's cancel culture. I don't think that example no, no. is cancel no, culture. No, I mean. The retaliation this person will get yeah. oh, is cancel culture. See, and I don't – personally, I disagree with that. Why? Because I think what that person did in this case is egregious enough to where them losing their job and all that other stuff is just a result of something they did. No, no, no. But I'm not, I'm not saying – yeah, I agree with that. But, However – But what's the difference between that and – cancel culture other than you're saying in this instance what that person did definitely is egregious enough Mm -hmm. but that's your perspective sure and your perspective is also that there are other things that people have done that have not been egregious enough however they have faced the same yes consequences of being socially ostracized and and you know, losing their job and essentially being canceled. The difficult part of that but being... The, well, but just let me... Yeah. The, the, the only difference is your perspective. There are other people who would disagree, obviously, who think that the thing that that person did in whatever hypothetical example is egregious enough. Sure. So if, it, if it's... Do you define what's egregious enough solely? Yeah. You I, do? I, no, no. I, but... <laughs> I, I mean, what I mean by yes is as a collective, yes. So then that's what cancel culture is, though. No, that's, I, that's the expression of it. I get that. What I'm saying is, I guess I'm not being clear on my point, and that's probably my fault. Uh, what I'm what I'm saying is, <clears throat> I personally, I don't think that that would be cancel culture personally, because calling somebody that is is pretty bad. And I would be accept, and and th- this is where the slippery slope goes the other way, because I don't think like what happened to Roseanne, what she said was bad, but I think what happened to her was cancel culture, 
because I don't think it crossed the line. But but like your point well, is valid. Who well, makes okay, the line? So we need to we need to be clear on our terms here. You're you're using cancel culture to mean all of those consequences, but only when it wasn't actually bad enough yes. in your opinion. Again, yes, and that's why I say it's a slippery slope both ways. It's all it's all it, cancel culture to me is consequences mm-hmm. for doing something that isn't necessarily losing to me it's like your job is not necessarily related to your personal life if you okay. do something in your personal life and then you lose your job because your personal life blew up and your employer was essentially forced to fire you mm-hmm. because of social pressure that's cancel culture those two things aren't necessarily connected except by I guess society people that know you over here doing this bad thing also know that you work over here and they connect the two. Yeah. So doing a horrible thing in a social situation loses you your job. They shouldn't have anything to do with each other, but they've been made to. So I guess I guess that's kind of what I'm. And re- and it and it doesn't matter my perspective on whether this thing over here that you did was egregious enough. That whole situation. To me, is cancel culture, and it doesn't have to be your job. It could be anything. It's just and I guess something that's not connected to what you did. That's yeah. So, so that's what I'm saying is like. So, and what you're saying is the cancel culture is okay when somebody does something that you personally believe is. Egregious. I'm okay with. It's, all right. I am, but that's where you I'm are saying. That. But that's I'm where not, I'm. That's where I'm you making make the your own judgments yes, about. But that's uh, where this, I'm. That's what, that is what I'm saying. Uh-huh. But that's what I'm trying to. That's where I'm trying to make the slippery slope point. Is I do believe that if you were to call somebody an N word in the streets, that you deserve all the consequences you get. But at some point, that line is gonna the the goalpost is gonna keep moving. Is I guess is it, how am I trying to word it? It's gonna so eventually. You're, you're eventually, if it'll. We, okay, so you're saying yes, you agree that that person should have consequences, but it shouldn't be illegal. Yeah, there shouldn't be a, a statute should, for it. There should be no. There should be no line drawn whatsoever. Yes. So that if in your culture it's considered bad enough. But as soon as you as soon as you put it in stone, you you you're never going to move backward from that. You're exactly. only going to move forward. Yes. So some wave of social pressure will then move that forward. Yes. And you can't go back. And then now you can't and now go back. Something else. Now you've now you've moved the center. Yes. So then the edge moves with it, and it just keeps yes. moving until you basically have to be a perfect person. And then at that point, see. Here's the interesting thing, though. I believe that once you get to that point, people recognize on a broader level that it's totally absurd yes. anyway, and then the whole thing breaks down, and, and we start and back. The whole thing the, starts yes, over again. The whole thing starts. So I don't over think again. that you can really get away with it. It's just. A but that was my. I guess get away from it rather. It's just it was a, a it was a bad way for me to make the slippery slope point. But that's that's my slippery slope point. Is Right now, that cancel culture all depends on who decides what words are good and what's See, bad. And the thing is, because everyone can be loud today. Oh, yeah. Everyone has a platform today to get people riled up. And when you go on Twitter and you 
and you know keyboard warriors go on oh, Twitter love, and they and yeah. they just they blow something up they blow it out of proportion or you know some celebrity did something wrong and now we know and they're going to face legal consequences for it the legal consequences are never enough for these people mm-hmm. and they just they they get on the internet and they say aren't I'm so upset about this. You should be too. Why aren't you? If you don't, if you don't care about this, you're a terrible person. And then everybody feels morally obligated to jump also on the bandwagon. Speak up. Yeah, jump on the bandwagon. And now somebody gets canceled. And anybody can do that. Any number of people can have an opinion about something that somebody did that should be egregious enough, and they won't all agree. Mm-hmm. You know, but if you piss off one person. You run the risk of losing your whole. And this leads me to my next point. This is why pure democracy is a bad idea. It's mob rule. It's mob rule. It becomes 51% of the population telling 49% what to do. do. Yeah, yeah. Which is too close. If it were 75, 25, yeah. Yeah, that's different. And. All this talk about um, getting rid of the Electoral College. I think we need more Electoral College. (laughs) Electoral College down to the county? Down to the county. I think each state, you should, each each county. I think that doing that, though, you know, it's the Electoral College system we have now is in the middle enough, I think. If you take it away entirely then it becomes a few cities tell all the farmers or whoever you know rural people how to live their lives but that's how it is now it's getting there but philadelphia and pennsylvania being the example if well philadelphia decides what happens for the entire state if you move it too far to the other side though then you're going to have you have the opposite. It's sort of it's it becomes weirdly inverted where you have all of this empty land telling the high highly populated land what to do. Sure. So it's the opposite problem. Yeah. But I I'm not saying that the system we have now is perfectly no. in the middle. I don't think we're ever gonna get it perfect. Well you couldn't. No. It's silly to you, yeah. you don't you can't because you're right. Get it you're absolutely you right. Move it too Especially far with one Pennsylvania. Way, yeah. Because all of the counties besides the corners are red. Yeah. And the then bottom the, two the bottom two corners are blue. And, eerie, and a little bit of Erie. And somewhat in the center around Harrisburg. But even the county that Harrisburg's in is pretty much red. Harrisburg is surrounded by red. Yes. So, I mean, if you count up all the counties and added them up, they probably would overwhelm Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. And then Definitely. you would have... And then you have the opposite problem. Yeah. I, so, I, I kind of wonder... Could you do a, how about, how about this, for example, a state has, we could do it, we could just double it. So a state would have, there's still electoral votes, but you'd have a set of this many electoral votes for the popular vote and this many electoral votes for the county by county vote, right? Mm -hmm. So... Let's say Pennsylvania has, I'm just going to pull numbers out of my ass. Let's say we have like 10, 
we designate 10 for the popular vote and 10 for the electoral vote. Okay. Okay, the traditional way. So if, or not even traditional, if, so, so the... Right now the popular vote gets yeah. the electoral college right. in Pennsylvania. So if we do 10 for the popular vote, so then whatever the popular vote outcome is, that's we, we take those 10 and we vote that way. Then whatever the internal electoral vote is, which is numbers of counties, we take that and we vote. They get the, the other, other 10. Way. So eventually you could get you could get split 10 to 10 yeah, in Pennsylvania. Which, I, which would be fine. I would know, be fine with that. Yeah. 10 this way and 10, 10 this way. 10 this that way. seems, in my mind, that seems more fair. And if one side can legitimately overwhelm it to that degree, then like if then you, you get all 20. If you get, if you get more counties and the popular vote, then you get all the votes. Yeah. Right? No, that makes sense to me. But if, if there's a wider range of people, or if there's, I guess, a broader area... I'm just getting to the point... Then you should get some votes. And But if there are also more individuals who want this side, they should get some votes. I'm just getting or to the point... Or you can even do it proportionally somehow. I'm getting to the point in my state here in Pennsylvania where it's like, what's the point of me even voting because my vote Philadelphia is going to yeah my vote doesn't count anyway so why even bother my voice doesn't get heard so what is it what does it even matter yeah that's what the Philadelphia is just going to choose the governor Philadelphia is going to choose the attorney general Philadelphia is going to choose the president Philadelphia is going to choose whatever Philadelphia wants yeah and yeah, I think with a with a, a system that's more like a hybrid popular and electoral system, a yeah, the confidence thing would be important. Like even if I don't like the idea of all or nothing, mm-hmm. all twenty votes to one side or the other. I get that it sort of simplifies things, but you're not being paid to for your job to be easy. No. Okay, and I think that. More people would go out and vote if it were a proportional or at least closer to a proportional thing. So if so, so one out of 20 is five. So for every five percent, you know, then you give one electoral vote. So if Trump got 40 percent of the vote in Pennsylvania, then he gets eight electoral votes. That would be even Biden, more. Biden would get 12. That, I would, think even, that would be fair. That would be even more. That's kind of how that's how Maine does it to some extent. Okay. That, I think that would be extremely fair. That would be much more fair, but unfortunately, for some reason, it's all or nothing, and I don't think that that's because that would give that Pennsylvania right now would be pretty much fifty fifty. It it's close because we're real close. Uh, yeah, Biden's what eighty by all accounts eighty thousand. Oh, I've ahead. I've forgotten the numbers. Yeah, but there's. I mean, we're talking. It's minimal. It's thirty million people in Pennsylvania. Less than two percent. Yeah, less than two percent. So I would say that that would be ten to ten then, and yeah, or 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 eleven and nine or whatever. Yeah, but close enough. Years makes no difference. But I think that the reason we probably don't do that is because the voting for the president strictly speaking, is not done by the people. The voting for the president is done by electorates, but really it's done by the states. Yeah. If you think about it, mm-hmm. it's just some states have more influence. Yeah. Maine wants to vote the way that they vote proportionally, but most overwhelming number of states don't do that. 
California, obviously. What do they get? Something like 55. 55? Is it 55? 55. Texas gets 30-some. I thought they were in the 40s. Is it 40s? I thought there was like 45 or something like that for Texas. It's quite a bit. It's a lot. Yeah. California and Texas are the two largest. California is the largest amount of electorates. California has the most people. Texas has the most land. Yeah. And Texas. Pennsylvania is just next. We're in between. Yeah, we're we're somewhere in between. We're third in both of those things, I guess. And then Florida is after us, I believe, with like... What fifteen or thirteen? Something, something what, like that. Population. Yeah, yeah it, with their um, electoral votes yeah. too. They yeah, something like they get the same amount as Georgia or something. Yeah. Like, or uh, Michigan and Georgia get the same amount. Fine. Yeah, sixteen or I, it's weird. We've definitely learned a lot about the electoral college in the last in two 2020. elections. 2020 has been a hell of a year, man. It's weird. Sad to see it go. No, I'm not at all. Not at all sad to see it go. It can ride into the sunset, and I won't miss it. This new year will be like <laughs> the the stroke of midnight on New Year's Eve. Yep, will be like rolling a dumpster fire off of a cliff. Yep, just just go. And then twenty twenty goodbye. Twenty twenty one will be even worse. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, if best case scenario. If the vaccine isn't a conspiracy to kill every American, <laughs> which would be, I don't know why. I don't know what. I, for people who don't trust the vaccine, like, I think it's weird that they would pay you. That's, There's talks of being that's paid weird. $1,500. That's weird. Why are you paying me? I, in my mind, if you want people to have confidence in it, charge $5. Yeah. Or $10 or whatever. Charge yeah. some nominal fee. If you want people to... Make it make it make it a little difficult for them to get it. Then they'll really trust that it's that it's real because you're not pushing it on them. You're not trying to fifteen hundred dollars is like a, a you know a carrot on a stick. Like come on, all the come, here, come on, all the living former presidents were talking about getting the vaccine live on television. I heard that yeah, Clinton, Obama, and Bush, Bush and uh, uh, Carter. Carter. Yeah. We're all going to take it live. How do we know what they're getting injected? Yeah, it could be saline. Yeah, that's empty. It could be saline. It's so empty. And that's the that's the conspiracy theorist in me talking. I, yeah. I don't know that it would be reasonable for the but I, anyway, th- to the people who like yes, it's it's weird. Yeah. But that could mm-hmm. be the the stimulus thing like they're just combining the ideas yeah. of the could stimulus be. and spreading the and getting the vaccine distributed and if you can trust that these people have, to some extent, you know, obviously they have their own interests first, but yours could be second. It might be a distant second, but it's not, they don't want to just kill you because if, 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 if all Americans die, then there's no shoulders for those people to stand on. It's true. To feel like they're actually better somehow. Yeah. So they need. My. My thing with the vaccine has nothing to do with conspiracy theories. I really don't think that they're trying to kill us, although that or give us disease yeah, or whatever. Yeah, just that I, it's some nefarious thing. I, I I just want to know for the people who think it's some nefarious thing, what, for example, yeah, what would it be reasonable for us to uh, think that they're trying to accomplish with a with a vaccine? Like, what is it that you think that they could do? And and really think about it. 
and think about the end result of let's just assume that whatever weird nefarious thing that you're th- that you think they're trying to do is true what would be the end result and would that be good for the powers that be probably not well my argument to 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 that would be is if there's if this is a large conspiracy uh, to kill off the population, you can't a virus kill. with a ninety nine percent survival rate is a pretty shitty way to well, it's to not, call the herd. It's not COVID though. I'm saying from the perspective of if it's the vaccine, yeah, is the thing. Sure, but still, yeah. I, I just my thing is is if they really wanted to control the population, the virus. There's people that think that the people that are making the vaccine are the same people that made the virus and they're 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 working hand in hand and that the virus is they would make the virus more deadly to scare more people into getting the the vaccine. If this is well, a conspiracy, they if they make it, let's say that they could make it so that it only kills the vulnerable. It only kills the very vulnerable, but it's very contagious and then it becomes an emotional Sure. I'm going to be fine, but I don't want grandma to die. Yeah. So I need to get my vaccine because I don't want grandma to die. Well, that's exactly what they're doing. That's how they're framing it. So it so you have a you have a virus that allows the largest number of people to live, but also scares them the most. Did you see the the quote unquote Tiny Tim commercial about COVID for Thanksgiving? They were Tiny Tim's not vulnerable. No, but here's the th- no. They were, you know, that scene in the in the in the Christmas Carol when they do the Christmas past and they have Christmas at the Cratchit's house and uh-huh. Tiny Tim's not there, his seat's empty. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. they have an empty seat at Christmas because they went to Thanksgiving dinner and got COVID and died, so they're not there for Christmas dinner because they were selfish and had Thanksgiving. It, it was a guilt trip. It was like a Tiny Tim. I say Tiny Tim because I'm making when, that when, that metaphor. What was this? This was a commercial that was that was on TV, and you it was still watch TV. I forget. <laughs> and and it was like um, they they showed a family getting together, and it was saying, "Oh, you know, it was dramatic," and the the music in the background, and they were saying about um, how your family is getting together for Thanksgiving, and then it panned to a Christmas dinner, and there were like two empty seats. And, you know, everybody's sad at the at the Christmas at the Christmas dinner because two of the family members died at COVID because everybody went to Thanksgiving dinner. It was just it was a guilt trip. And I thought it was a bullshit, you know, it's bullshit move. I don't I don't believe that there's this conspiracy to tear the American family apart, but they sure do give those people a lot of fuel, a lot of fuel. Yeah, because I, I mean. Christmas is going to happen. Well, my 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 main argument for, or I guess against, my main argument against all these restrictions and not, you know, not getting together and everything is, I understand being cautious to some extent, but life inherently is everything is a risk. Mm-hmm. And if I could, do you like, do you want to live? I think it's interesting. There's an interesting parallel in a Pink Floyd song, um, Wish You Were Here, mm. which is, it's not exactly the same, but 
from the perspective of living in a cage. Yep. Yeah, you know the line I'm yep. referring to. Yep. Uh, would you rather? I know. Did you? Did you? Tr- did you? Did they get you to trade your lead role in the war for a lead role, or uh, your 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 walk on part in a war walk on for a lead, in a role in a for a lead role in a cage? Yes. Yeah. Did you exchange a walk on part, part of the war, war for a lead role in a cage? cage? That's what it was. Yep. Yep. And uh, I think the, and it's not exactly the same, obviously. No, but live the the. But what I thought you were going to say is the, living your life. You have to live your life. You have to, you know, and people will die. Did you think that they were immortal? Is isn't the line uh, two lost souls swimming in a fishbowl? Yeah. So that I think that applies even more. Is that you're you're would you would you rather would you rather be free? Or live safe, free or, or safe, or in the fishbowl. Yes, you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying. Safe. Free or safe. Free or you can safe. you can't have them both. Yes, you know what I mean. You can't be safe and be free inherently because it's an illusion. If it's you an think illusion. That you're safe and free. You're it's an illusion. Fooling yourself. Yeah, you don't know. Exactly. You either don't know what safe means or what free means. Yeah, one or the other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I always I always uh, default to that ben, Benjamin Franklin quote: "Those that." Those that would trade a little bit of liberty for a little bit of security deserve neither liberty nor nor security security and will lose both. And will lose both, yes. People always forget that last one. That last one. They will lose both. both. Yes. Because you cannot have both. Yeah, trusting somebody else to take care of your security. You are asking for a master. Yeah, exactly. You're asking for insecurity because security is being secure in your freedom and your person. Yeah, the the only thing you get is your self and even that to some extent nothing's guaranteed yep. about it yep so i always i always err on the side of freedom and liberty but it's tough in times like this because they do make there is a good argument for the freedom of public safety like are you really free if everybody's dying from a disease you know what i mean so there there is a there is a balance well I think, you know, to some extent you have to, if if the oppression is not man-made, you just have to accept it. If the virus is oppressive, sure, yes, yeah. certainly it is. Yeah. Yeah. This too shall pass. Eventually. I, we'll, I mean, we'll get past this. If, if this virus has shown us anything, there are a lot of people, scientists who are saying it's really not a pandemic. Because the virus itself doesn't kill. It's the way the virus interacts with other problems that you already have. Exactly. And that's what kills you. The term for that is syndemic. We have two pandemics, which by themselves are not deadly. One pandemic is the virus. um, And that's SARS-CoV-2. That is the name of the virus. Yes. COVID-19... I mean, COVID-19 technically is it's the, the result. Dis- it's the disease. And there is a pandemic, but it's not a deadly pandemic. The deadly part is if you are also part of the people who are struck with the pandemic of just chronically poor health, obesity, diabetes, um, any, any, really anything, kidney disease, or yeah. liver failure or anything, you know. And if you happen to get COVID, then your chance of survival is very small. So you just you in order if you are going to be afraid you need to be a part of the first group who is already unhealthy. Yes. Then you should be afraid. Yes. And that's the point I always keep making. This is the first time in human history 
that we've locked up healthy people well, because we're locking of a up pandemic. healthy people to save the unhealthy people because the healthy yes. people will get COVID and they'll be just fine. But yes. as soon as they give it to somebody who's unhealthy who's or unhealthy, old, they're at yeah. orders it's of magnitude weird. more. It's risk. weird. Yeah. Usually in a pandemic, especially, I use the 1918 flu because it's the most recent um, deadly I, pandemic. We've I, had others. Yeah. But. I think that that, I think the Spanish flu was much more deadly all by itself. Yeah. There were people that died within in, 24 hours in, of catching it. Yeah. In that time, though, Americans in general, society was healthy. Healthier. In general. In like general, fit, physically. Physically fitness. Physical fitness was, yes. was better. You know, you had, you had more widespread disease. You know, they were still dealing with tuberculosis then. Sure. But, I mean, that was, if anything more reason why the, the people were living like if you were alive you had to be strong well you can you see the be of good stock essentially you can you see the difference even even now there there's all kinds of these photos out there but um like even between now and the 70s and 80s like in the 70s and 80s somebody with a beer gut was considered obese like the Goonies is a good example. The, uh-huh. the, ki- the kid in the Goonies was considered morbidly obese. The fat kid from the Goonies. Yeah. Nowadays, he's just kind of pudgy. He's just a kid. Yeah, he's, he's just, just a, yeah. Kind of a, he's just a regular Most kid. kids look like that kid now. Yeah, it's unfortunate. But but back then, yeah. he was the picture of a uh-huh. fat kid. Nowadays, a fat kid. <laughs> you know. And then he's the fat kid. And then, yes. Yeah, that standard has been moved much higher. Yeah, the goalpost has moved. I, yeah. I think that. If anything, this virus has just shown us how unhealthy we are as sure. a nation because it's really bad. And I think and that should a be a lot of it has to do with high, just a poor. That diet. should be the bigger concern. Yeah, that I I agree. I think I that think, the I think that after this, whether it's twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two or whenever it happens, whenever you know those who are vulnerable and will die, yeah, will be gone mm-hmm. at some point, and it will be a horrible loss it will be but i think that you know after winter there is spring yeah there will be a ton of opportunity once we get to that point where it's safe to just live normally again Mm -hmm. i think it should start now like people should people now should be starting to like if you're a smoker Right now, during COVID nineteen, why you're stupid? You really should. You really should reevaluate your life because you are the. And I'm not saying my wife's a smoker, and I tell her all the time. I'm like, look, I mean, you're you're in a in a vulnerable category um, already. Already, well, her her immune system is not as not as compromised because she's not on any medications for the MS right now. So there's nothing. That's true. Yeah, her immune system is fine, but smoking. Her lungs are damaged. Not, well, smoking's not great for MS either. No, it's not. No. Um, and I, I, I'm not going to beat a dead horse because I want to be able to sleep in bed tonight. But, <laughs> um, but if you're a smoker and you're not reevaluating during COVID nineteen, there should be no smokers after this no, pandemic. Not with this. If this you, should be a huge wake well, up call. It should be, but we all know that. Oh, I get that. Swath who just um, same thing with those that are really obese. You're you should be you should be changing that because your yeah. health is at risk. If you value your life, you're making a bad. Choice you're making a bad choice from, and, and this should be a big wake up call. People should be changing their habits now. 
Um, don't wait until after this is gone and the dust is settled. Make make the changes now, and maybe we can head this thing off at the pass. If there's no unhealthy people for it to kill, yeah, then it wouldn't even be a thing. It would just be we would a see cold. It. it would just be spreading through, and we would have a new cold that yeah. you know instead of making your nose run, it makes your body hurt. Yeah, yeah. Um, it it's just a strange, strange, strange time, and I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand what's going on. But we'll just like this, we'll get through it, come out the other side, and what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. So we'll evolve, we'll we'll uh, we'll, ad- we'll adapt, or, or it kills everybody. Or we just uh, societies collapse. And- it is convenient, though. I'm going to give a little bit of a of, of a thread for the conspiracy theorists to pull on. Um, it is convenient, though, that this disease only, uh, for the most part, only is deadly to the people that are quote unquote. I don't want to. I got to be careful how I say this, but the ones that you would be most adept to get rid of. Uh, I don't know that. Depth is the right word. I, I don't I don't know how to phrase it, but like in nature, oh, the old and the weak would the, be the first well, ones to go. The um, so that the this the is most burdensome people. Yeah, I get. I don't want to. I don't want to. Horrible fra- way of saying. Yeah, it, I don't want to phrase it like a. The people who contribute. The Nazis would love this virus. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I'm other than it doesn't specifically go after Jews <laughs> if they could if, if they could man, mutate if they the could. if they could if the Nazis could have mutated it but this is that's what I'm getting at is that this this is going after the most just, convenient you, you just you introduce a ton of you introduce a ton of sugar into the Jewish diet <laughs> that's what you do you just See? start filling any jewish food you just start filling them with maltodextrin or whatever you yep. just you just pump them full and then you make all the jews diabetic and then you and then you got COVID. then you got it yep then you got it but no I, that's what i'm getting at is that it's awful convenient that it's a, i mean you can, yeah that the that the virus but it's not is beyond only, the realm of possibility it's not that a virus like this would exist. and it makes sense to think about well the average like flu if i'm if I'm already sick and I get sick with something else, that's worse. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. If I've got heart disease and then I have a heart attack on top of that, it's, you know, it's not good. Or I have heart disease and then I get lung cancer. That's yeah, not a good combination. So, so it's not yeah. so it's not unbelievable. So All right. Well, let's wrap it up with the death and more morbidity of, of that discussion. Um, uh, how do I want to put this? I think we're going to start and we're going to, we're going to kick off a new season. Season? Yeah. This is episode 52. Um, so that would be a year's worth of episodes. I think we're just, I think next, next episode, we're going to kick off episode, episode season. one of season two. Season two. Episode season one. two. Of... The quickening. <laughs> and, um, I know I can tell by the number of, <laughs> of listens that people are kind of probably getting tired of the politics all the sure. time. So I'm going to break it up a little bit. We're, we are going to break it up a little bit um, and have some topical, uh, some we'll topical see. podcasts, um, things along lo- those lines, every, uh, every few episodes or something like that, just to kind of break up um, talking about the news all the time. Kind of like what we've been doing these last couple episodes, just kind of breaking it, 
breaking it up a little bit. Um, so stay tuned for what's what's upcoming uh, f- from between the lines because uh, we're gonna be we're gonna be changing the format a little bit, not much. Still gonna be getting the same old stuff. It's just we'll probably change a little bit of what we're talking about. Um, still doing news and stuff like that, but I wanna I wanna just have a couple of episodes that are focused on certain things. I think that would be a fun thing to do. Uh, just as a teaser, um, I was thinking about having a, uh, an episode on men's rights uh, and and how controversial, um, how con- yeah, very controversial. Um, but I I I feel you know as a man, I feel very adamant about the fact that we're losing some rights. I don't know. Um, I think the pendulum swings both ways. I think it does, but there's a. We can ha- we can save this for the for that podcast, but I think that feminism itself has changed from being pro women to being anti men, and that's what I want. Well, yeah, there's a lot to talk about there for sure. And yeah, toxic masculinity and as and, a concept, as a concept, and 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 just the general uh, suicide rates of men have increased drastically. That is something that deserves bringing up at least. Yeah. So I mean. Um, those are the kind of things that 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 I want to talk about uh, in that podcast, and then for a fun podcast, I thought it would be fun to talk about uh, the history of mullets. <laughs> I was just thinking about that the other day. I'm like, who, like, who thought that was a good idea? I want to know like, where did that start. Well, yeah, when, when did that hairstyle start, and why? Yeah, and Mulletus Maximus way back in yeah, Roman. Who, <laughs> who started that? Was it a, like a NASCAR thing? Is that yeah. where it started? Was Billy Ray Cyrus the first? Maybe. Or, or <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, I thought and that who, would be a fun and podcast. Who wears one today? Unironically. Yeah, I mean, it happens. I've I've seen kids wearing them now. So it's like a it's it. They're Are making they a comeback. Back? They're oh, making no. a comeback. You know what else I saw the other day? A rat tail. Oh, gross! Exactly. So uh, those it's one 80s, of those trends that just needs to die. Yeah, like the, jeggings <laughs> and clogs <laughs> or Crocs. Crocs. Yeah, I know. Crocs. I know. I got a. I got a, a friend that really loves Crocs. Like absolutely loves Crocs. To teach their own. Gross. Or the, the man bun. <laughs> man buns need to go. Not since Ooh. the samurai has a man bun been cool. You know what though. If anyone's allowed to have one. Oh, samurai for sure. Absolutely. And Native Americans. I've seen Native <laughs> Americans with man buns. They can they I can think, do it. I think, you know, if you're if you have you see, you have to have the build for yeah. it. You have to be already when masculine yes. enough everywhere else. Yeah. And then you can rock a ponytail. Yeah. It can look it can look really good, yeah. in fact. Yep. Absolutely. But you have to have it. I'm not wearing a ponytail. I'll look like I just walked out of my mom's basement. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah, no, I I would not look good. Especially ah. I got the I got the, the, the loss up here, so it'd be really it'd be really stupid to, to have a long hair in the back but then bald on top. Yeah. That's another haircut that's that like, I hate. That's like having a real big truck. We need to come up with a term just for the mullet for that is because like the Hulk Hogan mullet, because he was bald on top, well, I, but still had the long I mean, you hair. Could, you could just call it the ullet. The ullet. Yes. yes. There's no M. You're just you're missing the beginning of. It. <laughs> yep. So the it's front just the ullet. Part is just gone. Yep. So it's an ullet. So it's just an ullet. Yeah. 
All right. Well, stay tuned for season two of uh, of Between the Lines. We're gonna we're gonna introduce some new stuff and just have some have some fun with it um, while still trying to maintain our integrity on the uh, the news portions of things and still bring. We make news just a smaller. Yeah, I think it's it. We're, we we are. We're gonna we're gonna minimalize the amount that we talk yeah. about that politics in general and things like that, but still keeping true to the constitution so on and so forth because that was our original intent was well, to, it was, was to just have a conversation have a conversation from a from a constitutional standpoint and things like that but horse. we are at this point it's it's become repetitious so uh pay attention um you can find us at pa between the lines um on uh facebook and at the btl podcast on twitter um we've got the the parlor parlay Stuff going. We got the we we me 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 whatever that is. We got that going. Yeah, we got those things going so that we can uh, we can we can accommodate those crowds. Um, so find us there. Uh, in the meantime, uh, we'll be back hopefully next week. Everyone have a great week and quit being insane.